Podcast Network Asia. What is up, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Class Clown this week. Man, when I say new, I am not kidding around. Did you not hear that brand spanking new? an A imaging voice. Ah, that is care of baby faced producer Ryan, who is hooking us up with all that sweet, sweet audio goodness. Also, a very special shout out going to other producers on this fine network. We got Nikai, we got Val, we got K Sola, all the amazing people behind PNA. Making my little podcast shine like the gem that it is. A gem that comes from my dirty voice. <laughs> but hey, speaking of new episodes, I am actually trying something out this week. I am actually repeating an episode, repeating a topic. That's right. Because as you can probably tell in 26 episodes, I have yet to repeat a topic, and that's not because I've run out of ideas. I have a lot of ideas. I just decided to repeat the topic because A, it is pertinent to our discussion, and B, I'm just really, really bad at it. That is right. We are talking about money and money management with my very special guest, Mr. Fitz Villafuerte. Fitz is actually an entrepreneur turned certified financial planner who knows the ins and outs of how to earn money, how to save it, what to do with it, all that fine goodness. It's weird when you talk about money because who doesn't like it? You know what I mean? Like we all need money to survive. I know I love it when when I see a uh, peso on the floor, I'll pick it up. That's the only time I'll bend. It's, it's, you literally need to pay me to bend. That's how much I love money. All right? And so I like getting to talk to people about that. And also, this episode was slightly inspired, albeit stolen, from Mr. Jethro Trogo, who is our comedian guest on this episode. It's something I didn't know about Jethro. I've known him for quite some time now. We both started at the same time in comedy, and he actually likes to earn money as well. Who knew, right? Who knew? He likes to play the stocks, essentially, is what I'm saying. And he was talking about it on his own little podcast with other amazing comedians, Jeps Galeon and Michael Sadi. They were talking about stocks and investment in the stock market. And I decided to invite him in because that's the least I can do. I already stole his idea. I might as well give him credit for it. No. So without further ado, let's jump right in to this episode about investments with Fitzvilla Fuerte and Jethro Trogo. Today on Class Clown, we deep dive into the money with my guest for this episode. Our first guest, of course, is always our expert. This time around, he is an entrepreneur, a registered financial advisor. Ladder, and he is also the host of the 80% podcast right here on Podcast Network Asia. Let's welcome Fitz 
Villa Fuerte to Class Cloud. Hi, Fitz. Hello, hello. Kamusta? Kamusta, Chino? Thank you. Thank you for accepting my humble offer na mag-guest dito. Sa of course, of course. And thank you also for inviting me. Yes, thank you. And joining us, completing this episode, is our stand-up comedian. And he is also just recently a stand-up comedian who I found out likes to play around with stocks. <laughs> I only learned that. I only The only reason this episode exists is because... I listened to their episode of The Kids Are Asleep where they talked about stocks. And I thought, hmm, maybe I can do that too. So I'm basically stealing from them. But because they're not PNA, we can do that. <laughs> let's, welcome up, Jethro, let's welcome Jeff Trogo to the podcast. Thanks for having Jeff? me again in this show, man. Oh, uh, nah, man. And thank uh, you I for know, listening to our show oh, and nah, stealing from if, it. Even if I'm just there as a troll, thank you for letting me <laughs> do that. You know, thank you for accepting my little invitation. So let's get started with the beginning first of how you guys got interested in in investment. I guess it's a weird question to ask because it's like me asking, "Pano kayo na hilig sa pera?" Right? Let's just ask it in a different way. How did you get interested in playing around with investments? Let's start with surface. Uh, me, um, well, first of all, I am a civil engineer by education. Well, I'm actually a licensed civil engineer. And uh, during that time, I was really, uh, how do you say that? Gusto kong yumaman kagad, so to, to say it bluntly. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <Lata> man tayo. <laughs> yeah, I realized that uh, being an engineer in the Philippines, uh, it's a challenge because medyo mataas yung seniority pagdating sa corporate world. So I asked myself, how can I build my wealth faster if I uh, stay in the corporate world? So that's when I explored freelancing. So nag-shift ako ng field. I went into IT. Nag-software developer ako. Kasi I realized na when it's you who is in control of your time, uh, mas malaki yung pwede mong kitain. And ang nangyari sa akin noon, was, while I was working as a freelance software developer, right. na ko yung, yung stability ng meron kang sweldo na nung empleyado ka. Kasi per project ka, pag freelance ka, di ba? Yes, oo. Yeah. Pag may project, uh, busog ka. Ay, pero pag wala, oh, oh. gutom, no? So exactly. yung, feast or <laughs> yung feast or famine cycle, I didn't really like it. Uh, so I told myself I wanted a more stable source of income. Pero ayokong bumalik sa pagiging employee. So the normal, uh, yeah, ang next step nun is, of course, starting a business. Kasi if you have a business, you have a regular source of income. Right. So while I was doing uh, some freelancing, I also saved up and started my first business. So, mahilig kasi ako sa games, so nag, nag-put up ako ng computer shop noon. Ang tawag okay. ko pa noon, Countera, no? So, gumawa oh. ng Countera noon. <laughs> Ihintawag talaga dati, eh, di ba? Yes, oo, di ba? Eh, kasi sabi ko, since nasa IT field na rin ako, I'm a software developer. So, nasa likod ako nung shop, habang sa labas, uh, nandun yung counteran ko. So, I, I thought na uh, this would be perfect, di ba? 
So at that point, uh, of course, a lot of my college classmates, my high school friends, they started asking me, sabi sa akin, aswerte mo naman kasi uh, from being an employee, naging entrepreneur ka. And during that time, it wasn't really something that I was I wanted to do. Ang sa akin lang, hinahabol ko lang yung pera. Sabi ko, as a freelancer, mas malaki kikitay ko, di mag-freelance ako. Tapos, gusto ko mas stable yung source of income, magdegosyo ako. And uh, I realized that a lot of people actually had has that dream na to leave the corporate world and right. start their own business. And sa dami nung nag sa dami nung nagtatanong sa akin and sa daming beses ko rin kinikwento yung ginawa ko, I realized that in every step of the way, malaki yung naging part nung marunong kang mag-manage ng pera mo, yung, pag, yung personal finance mo had a big role in uh, helping me transition to each of those phases in my life. And that's when I realized na, hmm, mukhang if people will keep asking me about my journey, I might as well also uh, study myself kung ano ba yung exactly yung ginawa ko when it comes to uh, in terms of personal finance so that uh, I can better help the, my friends to also transition towards entrepreneurship. Right. And I guess that's how the interest began. I always tell people I'm an entrepreneur by heart and also I have other passion but people know me better as a registered financial planner. Uh, so, that's when I did ma- a self-study. Nag-aral ako about uh, investing. That's where I learned about mutual funds, stock markets, and all of these things. Kasi during that time, ang alam ko lang talaga, paano mag-budget? I know how to save money. I know how to control my expenses. I know how to budget. But uh, people started asking me, about investing, about the stock market, etc. So I learned. And then, again, my original intention to earn more money, sabi ko, a lot of people are asking me about personal finance and I'm not making money out of it. So sabi ko, is there a career <laughs> that uh, a career path that I can take so that I can make money from all this financial advice that I am dispensing? And true enough, uh, it's an it's uh, something na bago lang sa Pilipinas, yung pagiging registered financial planner or pagiging RFP. So okay. I took, I took the certification. So there's actually a certification. Hindi pa siya talaga ano, uh, how do you say that? Approved by the PRC. So it's not really a, a formal profession, but there are certifying bodies and regulating bodies already in the Philippines. Na yun, I took the course. Now I am a licensed or a so, registered financial planner. So, so now I can, yes. Sorry. Sorry, question lang. Follow up ko lang. When you said you took a certification and took a course, am extra aral pa yon involved, ba? Yeah, eight weeks yon. It, it's an eight-week course. Para kang nagmasterals, pero okay. shorter. So eight week, uh, eight weeks yung course, and then you have to do a case study, parang thesis that you okay. have to defend dun sa panel and all. Then once you pass that, you have like a two-year na uh, period na you have to work as a financial planner before you earn the title as a registered financial planner. So wow. when I when I was uh, when I got that title, sabi ko, yes, pwede na ako maningil sa mga nagtatanong sa guys. <laughs> so, yun, so that's now another career path. And uh, what I always tell people, it's really hard to answer 
pag tinatanong ako na what do you do because I wear so many hats and I do a lot many things. But uh, for now, because it is also my personal advocacy, I usually tell people I'm a registered financial planner. But uh, you'll be surprised at the things that I do every day kasi, yeah, I do a lot of things, but in front of uh, people and especially my online brand, I'm a registered financial planner. So at that's the very how I really started. Question, yeah. no? um, and I think I will not be alone in asking this question. Uh, ano yung difference ng ginagawa ng registered financial planner tsaka yung mas familiar na term ng mga Filipino which is the financial advisor which mm-hmm. is yung um, usually associated with people who sell insurance? Yeah, actually, pagdating sa financial industry, maraming mga titles. Yung mm-hmm. financial advisor usually connected siya with a product. no? So, Pag financial advisor ka, um, mas connected siya sa life insurance, when, when you approach a financial advisor, libre yung advice, pero bebentahan ka nung product nila, uh, more often than not. So, meron din kasing uh, certified uh, investment solicitor, CIS. Ito naman usually connected with a mutual fund company. And it's also the same. When you approach them, they will give you free financial advice. Pero uh, aalokin ka ng mga mutual fund uh, investments nila. So sa ang registered financial planner, it was uh, created for the sole purpose na babalik ka rin natin. May bayad magpakonsulta sa amin, pero we are not connected with any product. So wala kaming ibebenta sa'yo. Wala kaming uh, i-offer sa'yo. So, we are more like doctors. Napupunta sa doktor, babayaran mo yung consultation mo, re-resitahan ka, pero bahala ka na bumili kung saan, di ba? kung saan mo gustong bumili. So, it's the same for us. You go to us, you pay for our consultation, we give you a financial plan, kaya financial planner. So, this is your plan, parang ito yung iyong reseta. And then, you need life insurance na ganito yung coverage, you need to invest in a mutual fund na ganito yung... Uh, uh, profile, etc. Here are some recommended uh, investments. So, bahala ka na. See you again uh, after six months. Usually, six months yung cycle namin na parang doktor din, diba? balik ka sa akin after a week. Mm-hmm. Sa, sami, uh, once you are able to execute this, uh, come back to us after six months, then we'll do a re-evaluation kung ano na yung gagawin natin. So, that's the basically the difference. Pero I understand sometimes nakakalito kasi uh, lalo na ngayon, na medyo wide na vocabulary ng mga tao. Marami na nga. Money coach, wealth advisor. Anyway, so they try to use it as a branding. So, yeah. The difference. So, it's always important to ask na what exactly is the expectation when you're talking, when you're talking to someone. Kasi nag-overlap din yan. A lot of registered financial planners are also financial advisors. In fact, some insurance companies in the Philippines parang required na pumasa ka uh, as an RFP para ka ma-promote. May mga oh. eh. So, you're talking to a registered financial planner but they're also a financial advisor. So, when um, you talk to someone, ask them, what hat are you wearing? Are you wearing uh, the financial advisor hat or the registered financial yeah, planner? Yeah, parang ano yun, conflicting din yun, di ba? Um, uh, being a financial planner, you're supposed to be not associated with any product or uh, financial body. And then as a financial advisor, you're basically 
for the lack of a better term, a salesman for that particular oh, company or that basically. particular. Uh-huh. Sorry, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's oh. why uh, what we tell people is if you're going to, if you plan to offer a product, then don't tell your client that you are a, uh, you are facing them as a registered financial planner. So tell them that you're talking to me as a financial advisor. So hindi mo rin kasi mapipigilan. It's really hard to monitor everyone. Uh, what we just uh, do or what the RFP, the Registered Financial Planners Institute of the Philippines uh, does is they give, well, they trust the RFP graduates to stick to the ethics that we sworn uh, we swore by nung na, re, na reinstate or na instate kami as a as an RFP. Uh, but yeah, it's important to ask people uh, what title are they representing when they're talking to you? Are they a financial advisor or are they talking to you as an RFP? Okay, thanks, Vince. Yun, kasi yun nga, nasabi ko, nasabi nyo kanina, di ba? Minsan, nag, nag-combine sila eh. So, parang dumatating na sa point na <laughs> medrep ka na nga, do- ikaw din yung doktor. Di ba? <laughs> yes. So, parang ikaw yung nag-reseta, kaya binibentahan mo yung resetahan mo. So, pag uh, ganang situations fits, no? mm. how does somebody um, get a clear picture of what they want? Kasi, like, ako kunyari, wala akong alam dito sa topic na to. Kaya hindi ako nagsasalita masyado eh. Kaya nandiyan si Jetro. Sa kanya mo gagaling yung questions tonight. No? Ganun ba? Sorry ah. <laughs> <laughs> pero sa akin kasi, wala akong alam, di ba? So, paano ako, how do I go about picking out the right person for me? Di ba? Do I go to a financial planner? Do I go to a financial advisor? Ganyan. Well, what we always tell people is that... Uh... Lahat tayo, meron tayong goals sa buhay. May mga gusto tayong gawin, gusto tayong bilhin, may mga gusto tayong magawa, marating. Gusto natin bumili ng bahay, gusto natin mag-travel, gusto natin isecure yung uh, college education anak natin. So, it always starts with your goals or with your financial goals. And then, kapag may kausap ka, tanongin mo sila, uh, can you help me reach my financial goals? So kung feeling mo, minsan ano eh, kapaan eh, pag feeling mo yung kausap mo ay hindi niya talaga uh, naiintindihan kung paano mo mararating yung financial goal mo, then you probably talking to the wrong person, find another one. So, ang magandang example dito is, uh, kuwari ako gusto kong bumili ng bahay, I want help with my finances para makabili ako ng bahay. So that's the goal. If you talk to a financial advisor, if you think about it, how can someone who is offering life insurance help you buy that dream house? Para may disconnect. So you're probably, you should not probably talk to a financial advisor of a life insurance. However, probably you can talk to a, a certified investment solicitor yung nag, nag-o-offer uh, ng mga mutual funds because of course, if you can, if they can help you how to invest and then grow your money, then you will have uh, the money to buy that dream house in the future, which is the same with, of course, a registered financial planner and RFP. Uh, we can create uh, an investment plan for you that you can follow so that you can also talk to, uh, you can also uh, save up uh, for that dream house of yours. In fact, you can also go even go to a bank. Kasi sa bank, meron silang mga, uh, how do you call that? Well, an 
an investment advisor also. May mga wealth management uh, representatives yung mga banko. Lalo na yung mga malalaking branches kasi mga maliliit wala. Doon, meron ding uh, bank staff na kakausap sa'yo who can actually help you buy your dream house. Pwede niya sabihin na, oh, let's look at your finances. I can offer you some bank investment products. And also, we can look at your credit history to see if I can help you uh, set up your home loan, etc. So, uh, it always goes back to your financial goals and looking for the right person who can help you achieve your financial goals. So, doon tayo magsisimula. Kung feeling natin, ay, nako, parang binibenta lang ako, paano kung ma-release yung yung goal ko dun sa sinasuggest niya sa akin. So, you're pro- that's probably a sign that you're talking to the wrong person. And I, right. I think there's there's also an, I think there's a danger there because uh, one of the things that I noticed talking to uh, financial advisors who are actually just selling insurance is that they tend to overstate the, the, the returns that they could get from the products that they are selling. And and I think that's the biggest danger there because their their goal is to really sell and to convince you to get their product. They tend to say things that aren't really exactly true. Say for example, they're gonna say that hey, if you get the VUL from me, invest it. Uh, we invest whatever you give us to a mutual fund, and that mutual fund will grow twenty percent annually. Malaki yung twenty percent, Yeah, I, that that reaction is exactly what I got. Like. What kind of mutual fund is this that we are talking about uh, that 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 would grow this big? And I look at the mutual funds history that they are actually selling, and it's not exactly performing very well because it's actually running red for the past few years. So, but but in their like Facebook memes and advertisement and whatever they tell you when you consult them, they're gonna tell you it's a positive return every year, and it's guaranteed to be at least this amount of percentage. And it's crazy. So if, if you're the person who says, I want a house at, at a certain age, and then you go there, and then you ask, ah, sige, uh, Ay, ganito, mag-invest ka sa amin para makakuha ka ng gantong amount at a certain age, pwede mo siyang pambili ng bahay. And I think that's the danger there of you know approaching somebody who's not supposed to be advising you for a certain goal. Right. Yeah, that's okay. right. That's why I ahead, always... Yeah, that's why I always tell people, uh, well, number one, that's the reason why I do this, yung financial advocacy ko, because we need to educate people uh, about uh, how can they manage their finances. And then what I also tell people is that, isipin mo, nagsashopping ka ng cellphone, for example, you don't, you don't just go to one shop, di ba? You go around, you canvas kung alin. So it's also the same for financial products. Uh, you just don't... you don't talk to just one person. You talk to several others. And it might help if you can also talk to different types of people like a financial advisor. You go to a a stock market person. You go to a real estate person. You go to a a registered financial planner. You you go to your bank manager even. Sometimes they also offer good solution. And then uh, that's when you decide saan ako mas comfortable, sino yung pinaka-kapanipaniwala. So don't just talk to one person it's always good to shop around when you're planning for your financial goals. Ako kasi, may bad history ako sa pera eh. Kasi bobo talaga ako sa, sa, sa pera. I know you don't like hearing that, pero totoo yan. Like, ako yung tipong taong pag tinext ka ng scammer, mag-reply ako sa scammer eh. So pagdating dun sa mga ganyang situations, no, 
may mga simple tips ka bang ma-offer sa ating mga listeners when it comes to like like being smarter with handling your finances, like basic things? Well, first of all, there's nothing to be ashamed of if uh, you believe na you're poor at managing your money. Actually, hindi uh, ako nainis doon kasi kaya nga kami may trabaho dahil doon. But what uh, a lot of people uh, don't realize is that alam na natin eh kung ano yung tamang gawin. Uh, we all know that it's important to save, it's important to avoid impulse purchases, it's important to invest. So what you need to answer for yourself is bakit hindi mo ginagawa? And it doesn't mean na bobo ka sa pera. Usually, there are habits that you need to address to be able to change your financial behavior. And uh, in fact, that's also one of the things I try to focus on, yung behavioral aspect of personal finance. So, one of the most common questions that people ask me, Sir Fitz, paano ba yung maman? And uh, of course, what I tell them is that uh, you only need to do three things. Uh, you need to learn how to save, you need to have financial protection, and then you need to learn how to grow your money. So, uh, before you even think about step number two and step number three, which is financial protection and growing your money, let's focus first on uh, the first step, which is learning how to save. So, sa mga tao na nakikinig sa atin, to everyone who's listening who is thinking, how do I start? Where do I start? The answer is simple. Just learn how to save. And when it comes to saving money, there are already a lot of uh, proven ways to save money. And personally, from my experience, the most effective that I found is yung paying yourself first. Yung concept of whenever you receive money, you immediately take away a portion of it and put it in your savings. And then kung ano matira, you are free to spend it all, get less. And sa akin, yun yung nakatulong. Kasi pag uh, tinitipid mo yung sarili mo, it becomes a negative experience. Diba? Nagsiself-pity ka, naawa ka sa sarili mo, tatawag yung barkada mo, tara, labas tayo, gimmick tayo. Naku, nagtitipid ako eh. Diba? Bad trip yun. Pag ganun yung feeling ng saving sa'yo, hindi mo siya itutuloy. It will not become a habit. And uh, sabi ko nga, from my experience, when I was working in the corporate world, Pagdating ng sweldo, immediately I take away 10% of my salary. Ibabank transfer ko siya dun sa savings account ko na walang ATM. Tapos, kung ano yung matira dun sa salary ATM ko, guiltless, pwede ko ubusin yon. Pag tumawag yung barkada ko, tara, gimmick tayo, chicheck ko lang yung ATM ko, titinang ko lang yung wallet ko kung may pera. Kung meron, sige, tara, labas tayo. Kasi kahit maubos ko lahat yon, alam ko, nag-save na ako noong umpisa pa lang. So that's one of the many saving strategies that you can do. And you don't have to do everything kasi marami tayong nakikinig, na, naririnig ngayon, di ba? May mga piso challenge, may mga meron pang 20 peso challenge, etc. Um, marami tayong nakikita strategies. Ang advice ko would be pick one, see if it works for you. Kung hindi, find another one. Kung okay sa'yo, then uh, just uh, use, just do that kasi you're on the first step, eh, learning how to save. So, to all the everyone who wants to start uh, on learning how to manage their finances, yun lang yung dun lang kayo mag-focus, learn how to save money regularly, hindi yung pag ma, ano lang ha, once in a blue moon lang, dapat every month dapat net positive ka. Always 
uh, try to spend less than what you earned. So yeah, so that, that's usually my advice, especially pag uh, nasa mga mga ano ko, mga universities kasi I get a lot of invitations na mag-talk sa mga colleges. So yung mga sudyante, mga college students, natutuwa ako kasi nagtatanong natin sila tungkol sa stock market, investing. Sabi ko, ang una kong tanong, yung baon nyo ba naiipon nyo? Kasi kung hindi, then probably you should focus more on that. So just try to save money first. Yun. <laughs> All right, let's cut right into a break from all the money-saving tips from Sir Fitz and Jethro Trogo by talking to you about a great way to save money by Lazada's 11.11 sale happening really, really soon. Lazada's biggest one-day sale is coming soon. Can't wait to enjoy deals at such low price and with free shipping vouchers. What are you waiting for? Add to cart na and click on my link to check out November 11. That's right. Forget to use my voucher code, PNA1111LAZ. That is PNA1111LAZ to enjoy 111 pesos off your first Lazada purchase on the Lazada app. Hashtag Lazada1111, hashtag Lazada biggest one day sale, and hashtag Lazada PH. Also, guys, I have a super exclusive Lazada 1111 code. If that tickles your fancy, it is tinyurl.com slash classclown x Lazada 1111. It's tinyurl.com slash classclown x Lazada 1111. On it, it'll lead you right to the Lazada's 1111 page. You can get access to all the amazing deals, and for every successful checkout, you will help this little podcast out of ours along the way at no additional cost to you. So, san ka pa? Di ba? Siyempre, doon ka na sa Lazada. Let's get back right into this discussion about money with Sir Fitz and Jethro Trogo. Now, galing dun sa ating napaka-seamless transition to a commercial, Sir Fitz. That is why I get paid the zero bucks. stocks and investment and that's really really what i invited both of you here to talk about because as clueless as i am with money i am even more clueless with the stock market um so how does one get into that game may clubhouse may application (laughs) form and we step one yeah siguro one of the first things that you should do is to invest in knowledge and learn how the how does the stock market work. Kasi para sa akin, the number one rule is don't invest in something that you don't understand. So kung hindi mo kayang i-explain sa isang bata kung paano nag-work ang stock market, then you should not put money in there. So maswerte tayo ngayon, meron tayong mga... YouTube videos, may mga websites, may mga Facebook groups, may mga podcasts na pwede silang pakinggan para matuto kung paano ba gumagana ang stock market. So you don't need to uh, learn how to make money the stock market first. Your focus is I you need to understand how uh, why is there a stock market, how it works, why do people uh, bring their companies to the stock market. 
And once na intindihan mo na yon, then the next natural step is to open an account with a stockbroker. And in the Philippines, of course, marami tayong mga license na mga stockbrokers that uh, where they can open an account. My advice is always to open an account where it is most convenient for you. Kasi madalas, madalas akong tanongin eh, uh, san baro, sino daw baro ang stockbroker ko? And pag sinabi ko yung stockbroker ko, ang opisina sa Ortigas, eh yung pala yung natatanong sa akin, taga Batanga. So paano ka pupunta ng Ortigas? So sabi ko sa kanila, uh, punta ka sa Philippine Stock Exchange website, look at the list of stockbrokers there. Ang, ang tawag doon, mga trading participants, mga uh, registered trading participants. And find one that is near where you work or where you live. Or you can actually go to your own bank. Sometimes, well, uh, all the biggest commercial banks have their own stock brokerage firm. So you just open an account with them. And by that, uh, after that, then that's the time na pwede ka nang bumili ng stocks mo for investing or for trading. And uh, by the time na pinag-aaralan mo kung paano ba nag-work ang stock market, I'm very sure uh, na-encounter mo na rin yung, mga, yung concept of how do you invest in stocks, how do you trade stocks, how do you make money from stocks. So, uh, invest in knowledge first, then open an account with the stock broker, and then uh, I'm very sure you already know what are the next steps after that. <laughs> What's the what like if somebody approaches you with zero knowledge sa stocks? Ano yung pinaka default mo na advice sa kanila where to learn? Kasi you, you mentioned you, na may mga YouTube, pero meron din yeah. mga online um, seminars and then meron ding mga physical seminars na ina-offer yung mga brokerages uh, like Call Financial for example, regularly yes. host those seminars. Would you suggest going to them or would you suggest like self-learning na lang? Well, I I ask them um, ano ba yung preferred method of learning mo? Ano yung learning style mo? Do you like watching videos? Do you like watching, uh, do you like reading? Do you like attending seminars? Kasi kung ano yung preferred nila, then that's when I recommend. So pagdating sa, kung wari, mahilig sila manood ng videos, then I actually have a list of YouTube videos na where they can uh, watch, na uh, which they can watch to learn about the stock market. And then uh, since I also have a blog, I have actually written a series of articles about the stock market. So pag sabi nila mas mahilig sila magbasa, I give the link to my blog, uh, yung stock market series ko. And then I also have uh, a couple of friends who do stock market uh, seminars for beginners. So sometimes I give it to them kung comfortable sila mag-online learning. And uh, just like uh, Call Financial, meron nga silang mga... Um, in classroom seminars, if they're that type of person na mas na, natututo, di, binibigay ko sa kanila yung website ng Call Financial and then ito yung schedule ng mga free classes nila. And in fact, even yung Philippine Stock Exchange mismo, they offer free stock market seminars. Eh. Uh, hindi lang siya regular yung schedule, but if you don't want to spend uh, money on enrolling in a seminar, actually maraming mga libre din no, from reputable institution. So, ang sa akin, usually, binibigyan ko muna sila ng mga online links and then I tell them na pagkatapos mo panoorin yan or pagkatapos mo basahin yan, come back to me. So, minsan, doon ko nahuhuli kung tinatamad or, alam mo yun, talagang <laughs> aralan. Kasi pag uh, napansin ko na 
nag-browse through lang, hindi talaga pinag-aralan, I, I tell them na I cannot really handhold you into learning about the stock market. And probably uh, you're better off with another type of investment. Baka mas okay sa'yo mutual fund or investment or UITF. Kasi yung stock market medyo kailangan siya ng management eh. But pag nakita ko na masigasig siya, uh, very eager to learn, and talagang kinonsume niya yung binigay ko na, na materials, then uh, yun, usap lang. Usually, I let the, the other person uh, give me clues eh, kung paano niya gusto uh, matuto or where, does, uh, where do they want to go next. So I, I tell them, do you want to uh, do what other, what, traders are doing na araw-araw nakatingin sa stock market or busy ka ba sa negosyo mo, sa trabaho mo, you just want to put money in the stock market passively. So, uh, I try to prove on not just on their financial goals but also their personalities so that alam ko kung saan ko sila itutulak next. No? So, ganun lang yung ginagawa ko. Right. Okay. So, ikaw naman, Jeff, no? how did you get into it? How did you start with your investment? I, I think I got lucky because my nanay ako na uh, familiar with stock trading. Kasi yung nanay ko, she started trading at around the time that Marcos left the country. So she was able to experience the boom of the, econo- uh, the economic boom through the stock market. And then she ended up earning a lot of money there. So naging passion na niya yun. Uh, ito yung time na ano, nasa newspaper clippings pa yung stock prices every day. And then she would cut it out and then keep it as a record file just to be able to have data to analyze kung ano yung bibili niya, may benta niya. Tapos in-involve niya kami mga bata. So I was think I, th- I think I was grade school around that time. Tapos uh, in-explain niya sa amin kung ano yung nangyayari, how she's actually an owner of Jollibee or Ayala or other companies at that time, and how she's able to earn. And tapos, nung time na medyo tumatanda na kami, uh, I think around mga college level, in-encourage na rin niya kami na kung ano man yung savings na meron kami, ipasok na namin sa stock market. And then so, para magka-stake na rin kami and then we can watch it uh, go up or go down. And then, uh, nung nag-work na ako, that was the time I started investing on my own and I started losing money. Kasi, <laughs> kasi wala na akong direction from my mother and I was cocky and I'm like, ah, okay, kaya ko rin itong gawin. Sobrang dalilan to Ginagawa ng nanay ko to Walang computer eh. Di nag-invest ako. So after a few years, ayun, lugi na ako. So I had to relearn. Kaya tama yung sinasabi ni Fitz eh, na parang you have to really learn what what's happening there first. Kasi one way or another, you're gonna pay a tuition. And that tuition could either be in the form of, you know, what you pay to learn about the stock market or the money that you lose in the stock market and learn from experience. Mas mahal yung latter. So, so parang, parang sugal din siya in a, in a way. Na that's, I think that's a very... Very misleading. I don't agree on that. Uh-oh. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Parang misleading siya eh. Kasi yung sugal, uh, yung, yung odds mo, sobrang hindi mo siya makakontrol eh. You can only control it by a small bit. Improve your chances just a little bit. Sa stock market, you can actually minimize the risk, the odds, mm. by, by doing research, by making sure that you play the right positions. So I think that's, that's the big difference there. Okay, Fitz, may madadagdag ka dun sa sinabi yeah, oh. I don't agree when people say na gambling yung stock market. And uh, ang impression ko doon, yung mga tao na nagsasabi na sugal ang stock market are those who don't understand how the oh, stock market works. Oh, guilty ako doon. Kaya kita invite dito. 
So, um, when you do your research, when you have a sound strategy, you can actually uh, have a good idea kung saan pupunta yung price ng isang stock and by that, you will be able to make money out of it. Ang problema kasi sa karamihan ng mga tao, tamad mag-research. <laughs> uh, I've, I've met a lot of people na nagahanap ng ano ng stock tip na ano bang bibiling ko ngayon ano bang bibiling and i always tell people if you need to if you need to ask someone kung ano yung magandang bilhin sa stock market then you're probably better off going back to learning about the stock market kasi yung fundamental analysis and technical analysis it's something that you should learn and know before you even trade the stock market kasi mara- be very careful especially online yung mga tao na nagsasabi na itong company na to magandang bilhin, itong company na to iwasan nyo. Kasi sometimes these people, nag-hype lang sila eh. So ikaw, uh-huh. sunod ka sa bandwagon, tapos hindi mo alam, nauna na pala sila several weeks ago, hina-hype lang nila yung isang stock para tumaas yung price para makalabas sila at a profit. Ikaw, by the time na lumabas sila, naipit ka na, so lugi ka na. So what I always tell people na, Nothing really wrong with asking for stock market tips but when someone says na okay tong company na to you should be able to go back to your computer and then do your own research kung meron bang uh, alam mo yun, kung kaya bang ma-back up ng fundamentals and technicals yung claim nila na magandang bilhin to so yun it's not gambling uh, if you want to gamble you have a better you have better odds of winning by going to the casino kasi the stock market will always uh, get the money of people who are clueless of what's happening no okay so kasi diba uso ngayon yung mga oh i have i i am an owner of apple diba oh, i am an mm-hmm. owner of jollibee diba kasi bumili sila sa ng stocks doon so, ano yung ma-advise nyo ngayon sa mga taong naghahabol lang for for cool stocks? Like, is that a great <laughs> way to go about your stock marketing? No. Well, para, <laughs> para sa akin, no, never invest for the sake of being an investor. Kasi um, yung stock market, it's just one of the many investments that you can put, where you can put your money in to be able to achieve your financial goal. Ngayon, kung gusto mo lang mag-flex ng I investor ako, co-owner ako ng Apple or Jollibee, then uh, pwede naman, bumili ka ng isang lot lang, wa, 10 shares lang, ganun. Huwag, mong, huwag kang bibili ng 10,000 shares, di ba? So, again, it's important to go back to your financial goal. Ano ba yung gusto ko? Gusto ko lang ba magyabang? Eh, di bilin ko yung minimum lot uh, I just paid 1,000 pesos to buy Facebook shares. Eh, well, yeah, uh, I just uh, spend the minimum amount required to be able to buy the shares and then stop from there. Diba? So, hindi natin ginadjudge yung mga mahilig mag-flex ng mga stock portfolio nila. But uh, yeah, you can do that if you want to, uh, if you don't want to lose money. But if you're really serious about growing your money in the stock market, then um, I, I think it's always better to buy companies that is backed by research no na alam mo ito lalaki to based on your research at hindi lang dahil uh, maganda siyang ipagyabang sa mga kaibigan mo no na meron kang co-owner kanitong company na to. Jetro. Well, um 
that's the thing eh. uh, yung yung binanggit mo Chino I think that's just one of the perks if you really want to flex pwede mo siyang sabihin but it should yes. not have been the initial goal in the first place um, kasi uh, na-mention nga ni Pitz uh, na sobrang vicious talaga ng market and usually yung mga nadidinig ko na nagyayabang sa Facebook sila yung nag-wash out very quickly uh, the, the sad part about stock market actually is that a lot of people tend to quit after a certain period of time like i for every person that i hear that is still trading after three years i can probably count 20 that stopped because um they they one way or another had a bad experience and realized it's not for them but it shouldn't be that way it's not supposed to be a very hard thing so sabi kasi maraming uh, mahirap yung math ng, ng stocks mahirap mag-compute it's not with the technology today you can actually trade without having to go into deep math just basic arithmetic and uh marami kasing ano eh, um, available na online na ipapakita na sa niya sa yung valuation ng isang company papakita niya sa yung price chart price movement things that you used to compute for manually now you can just look at it and then make a decision based on that and i think that's that's one of the reasons why it's it's a great thing to be investing in the stock market right now because it takes away a lot of uh, a lot of the guesswork if you are able to at least learn the basics of figuring out which stock is a good pick and which stock is not right so i so, think mm-hmm. okay go ahead sorry go ahead no go ahead gino that's that's pretty much it okay so basically what you guys are saying is hindi mo kailangan maging math genius para matutong mag-invest. Tama ba ako? Because yep. that was like the biggest hurdle or one of the biggest hurdles for me and for a lot of people out there. Diba? Na, ah, bo- bobo kami sa math. Therefore, i.e., hindi na kami pwedeng yumawan or hindi na kami pwedeng matutong mag-invest kasi ang daming math niyan. Personally well, uh, speaking, so, hindi, na ako nag- hindi ako nagko-compute. As in, siguro, magko-compute ako once every while na lang. But most of the time, I'm just looking at the graphs and uh, doing basic arithmetic, like, fractions lang. Yun na. Right. Okay, I'll yeah. fix. Yeah, I would agree. Um, at the very least, marunong ka ng arithmetic. And I'm very sure kung mahilig ka mag-shopping, alam mo yun, yung mga discount-discount, yung percentage... Right yun na yung pinaka, siguro pinaka-complicated na kailangan mo na maintindihan pagdating sa investing. So, uh, it's it's not calculus uh, unless na you're, you're trying to be a financial analyst. Uh, but if you just want to be your regular investor, you don't need uh, a high-level understanding of mathematics. No? And uh, kalami, ka, kalimitan, if you're really someone who doesn't have the time, to do the research. Mm, marami din mga sabi, sinasabi nga ni Jetro na shortcuts. No? Aside from uh, all these figures that is uh, now automatically computed for you, minsan yung your own stockbrokers will have their own research. Uh, babasahin mo na lang yung, ano nila, yung weekly newsletter nila. And uh, sometimes uh, it's also good to join yung mga Facebook groups kasi may mga intelligent and sensible discussions din doon na alam mo yon maiintindihan mo you can learn you can understand better why the market is uh, doing this way and 
magkakaroon kayo rin ng idea kung ano ba yung magandang bilhin na stock. So, very seldom yung talagang nagko-compute ka. Well, come to think of it, parang hindi na rin na nagko-compute kasi unang-una, nung na-setup ko yung Excel ko na nag-auto-compute, doon na lang din ako naglalagay eh. Tapos yan na yung magko-compute. Doon ko na makikita kung ano yung risk-reward ratio ko. And, ah, okay. So, tapos na. At yung Excel na yon hindi pa ako yung gumawa noon. Ah, uh, Kinapi, kinapi ko lang yun sa isa kong friend na talagang full-time day trader. Sabi ko, ay, pakopya ng Excel mo para hindi ko na siya isi-setup. No? So, uh, and all they have to do is Google. Maraming mga online tools, mga, mga spreadsheets that they can do that can help them with their trading or even investing. And of course, uh, para sa mga, kasi may mga kilala, may mga namimit talaga ako, mga allergic talaga, Num- nakakakita pa lang ng number ayaw na. Yes. So, that's actually uh, a good candidate for someone na just to just invest sa mutual funds kasi mutual funds are very flexible and also that's the reason why my profession exists. We can create your financial plan and ang gagawin mo na lang is to execute it uh, accordingly. So, wala ka nang gagawing computation. Ang kailangan mo lang gawin ay mag-transfer ng pera mo from your bank account to the investment account na, na pipiliin okay. mo. So, work with a financial planner and uh, just invest in mutual funds. If you do it the right way, the results will be the same as if you invested in the stock market. And oh. yun nga, sabi ko, uh, all, these, all of these are investment vehicles. Yun yung uh, more appropriate term for me investment vehicles kasi dadalhin ka niya dun sa destination na gusto mong marating. Do you want to uh, buy a mansion someday? Do you want to go uh, around the to travel around the world? Do you want to retire with a business? Do you want to leave your kids uh, 1 million dollars when you die? So depende ko ano yung gusto mong goal and we have all these investment vehicles available for you na Pili ka lang kung anong gusto mong sakyan. Basta sigurado, makakarating ka dun sa gusto mong puntahan. Right. Okay. Thank you. Now, punta naman tayo sa isang question na nakuha ko from the poster that I posted on my Instagram. No, I asked people what they wanted to know about stocks and one of them asked me, what kind of portfolio would you need, would you recommend for people looking to start out in investment? Let's start with uh, create a portfolio that will again help you reach your financial goals kasi yun talaga yung pinaka-importante sa akin and for beginners what I also ask them is ano ba yung mga companies na uh, you patronize ibig sabihin saan ka nagbabangko if they say na my, my savings is in BPI okay so BPI is one of the companies that you can probably buy. Do you often eat in Jollibee? Yes. Okay, si Jollibee is also a candidate. Saan ka nag-grocery? Sa SM o sa Pure Gold o sa Robinson? So, um, it's always good to recommend uh, yung mga companies kung saan, doon na rin, alam mo yun, they, also, they are also customers of that. Kasi merong sense of ownership, eh, di ba? If you buy right. the stocks. And... Uh, the your portfolio will always be dependent on your financial goals but if you're just if you're just trying it out uh buy yung mga malalaking companies that you are actually a customer of so that's what that's what i would say 
Right. Okay. Thank you. Um, another question from the same post asks, okay lang ba na umutang when starting a business? Hindi well, ko kung seryoso itong nagtanong na to. Pero tinanong niya eh. So tanong well, na din natin. <laughs> if, if it's just for stock, I highly discourage that. There, okay. There's a certain dynamic of playing with borrowed money that that just tends to turn people into bad performers when you're when you're using borrowed money kasi, for investment you have this uh, pressure to make sure that whatever return that you have on that borrowed money is higher than the interest that you have from borrowing it right and with you know with situations like stocks where um yields don't have a fixed rate you're not guaranteed to be able to beat the interest rate every month and if you are pressured to beat it you tend to make mistakes in your decision making and that just really messes things up for you so unless you are really an expert who can guarantee a certain level or average of yield at a certain period of time uh, i really highly do not recommend that because in stocks we have uh we have this idea called uh, um, leveraged buying. So you can actually buy stocks more than what you actually give to the brokerage in the, in the sense that uh, you're only going to pay for the losses that you take and then they will loan you the amounts that you can to trade amounts that are higher than what you invested in. So that means you are able to earn more and at the same time, your risk of losing your money increases as well. So... Um, a lot of people think that that's a great idea, but it's also a surefire way of, you know, losing all your invested money if you really, you know, don't know what you're doing. So at least in the context of stocks, I highly discourage borrowing money. In life. Right. So ikaw, Sir Fitz, as a entrepreneur yourself, diba? starting out a business is something that people want to do. Um, and I'm not just talking about loans in terms of, of personal loans, pero like bank loans, uh, is that is that a wise investment, quote-unquote, to get into? Um, well, first of all, I would like to add dun sa sinabi ni Jethro na I agree, never borrow money para mag-invest. And if you want to earn more, you could probably ask your stockbroker kung pwede ka magkaroon ng leverage dun sa account mo. Right. Kung hindi ka qualified to get a leveraged account or a margin account, then probably hindi siya, hindi siya para sa'yo. No? So just be patient with learning yung strategies mo. And usually kasi binibigay nila yung leveraged account pag medyo malaki na yung balance mo and they see na okay ka naman. So wag mong pilitin kung ayaw ibigay sa'yo. But never borrow money for investments. Kasi lugi ka lagi dun sa uh, babayaran mong interest dun sa loan mo. Uh-huh. Now, pagdating sa business, um, what I've learned as an entrepreneur is that a lot of people think that you need to have capital to start a business. They think that you need to first get the money to be able to start a business. However, I've realized that the first step to being an entrepreneur, is to write that business plan. And kung tatamarin ka magsulat ng business plan, then 
I'm very sure mas tatama rin ka kapag tinayo mo na yung negosyo mo. So, you should be able to write a business plan first. Writing a business plan does not require a lot of money uh, if ever uh, for research lang. So, once you are able to create a business plan, syempre, ang comp- uh, a comprehensive business plan would also include kung magkano yung capitalization na kailangan mo. Ngayon, if the money that you need to put up the business uh, is something that you don't have, you can first sell some of your stuff. Uh, you can borrow money from family and friends na zero yung interest. Okay. Or, <laughs> alam mo yun, uh, well, my first, yung counteran ko, half of that, I borrowed it from my father. Siyempre, walang interest yun. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> the, the last thing that you want to do is you, uh, borrow money with interest. Kasi siyempre, di ba, it's already working against you. Hindi pa nga natatayo yung negosyo. And of course, one option that you can also do is find investors. And I've done this several times already kasi nga, I have a business plan. I have a, a good business idea na sa tingin ko ay kikita naman. Then I find uh, investors, meaning they will give me money to put up the business. Pero since investors sila, they will become a co-owner, they will get equity from the business. Hindi ko kailangan bayaran yung binigay nilang pera kasi co-owner sila eh, So they will get dividends. So what I'm trying to say is um, we should not focus on the startup capital when we're trying to put up a business. Kung meron tayong gustong negosyo, uh, let's, our, let's spend our time and energy in writing a business plan first kasi mas magkakaroon ka ng clearer view of what you need to do and how much money you need to have to be able to start that business. Ang isang uh, kwento ko dyan is I have a client na OFW. Tapos sabi niya, gusto na daw niyang umuwi sa Pilipinas. And nung tinanong ko siya, how will you replace your OFW income? And ang sabi niya, magtatuyo daw siya ng negosyo sa Pilipinas. And tinanong ko siya, anong business yung gusto mong itayo? Ang sabi niya, gusto daw niya magtayo ng laundry shop or specifically, gusto niya mag-franchise ng isang laundry shop. So, sabi niya sa akin, proud na proud pa siya. Sir, ito nga, nakapag-ipon na ako ng 1 million pesos. So, excited na ako umuwi para uh, mag-for good. Yun yung term nila, mag-for good para matayo yung negosyo. So, sabi ko, sige, I'll help you do some research. And uh, we found out na ang franchise ng isang laundry shop was only 450000 so sabi ko sa kanya, yung 1 million na yan na inipon mo ng tatlong taon, sayang, dapat nung uh, one and a half years pa lang, meron ka ng half a million, probably nakauwi ka na, natayo na natin yung uh-huh. laundry mo. So that's an example na masyado tayong nakafocus dun sa capital na hindi natin tinitingnan kung ano ba yung negosyo na gusto natin tayo. Kasi if uh, that client of mine first thought of uh, paano ba tong laundry shop? San ba ako magpa-franchise? How do I operate this? Magkano ba yung operating expenses? Nalaman niya kagad na, uy, half a million lang, siguro matatayo ko na to. So, alam mo yun, hindi siya naghintay ng tatlong taon para makapagtayo ng negosyo. No? So, uh, that's what I'm trying to say. Focus on the business plan if you want to put up a business. Uh, finding the capital comes much later and more often than that, it, alam mo yun, the idea or uh, where you will get the money will uh, come to you. Alam ko na kung saan kukukunin to. 
And remember, maraming negosyo na ang puhunan ay laway lang ang puhunan. And I've actually met a lot of people na talagang totoo. Puhunan, laway lang talaga yung puhunan nila. And if they have access doon sa mga entrepreneur magazines, um, you'll often read a lot of entrepreneur success stories na ang ang kapital lang ay 5,000, ang kapital lang ay 100, etc. So, these are proof na uh, hindi mo kailangan ng maraming pera and probably you don't need to borrow money, you don't need to borrow a lot of money uh, to be able to put up your own business. And yun, um, personally, I've put up businesses na sa sobrang uh, parang thesis yung aking business plan, I was able to convince mga angel investors to give me money to put up that business. So, nice. alam mo yun, wala akong cash out pero nakapagtayo ko ng negosyo. Yan. <laughs> nice. Alright. Yung mga laway ang puhunan, anong business yan, Sir Fitz? Mga nandudora? <laughs> mga bird's nest soup ba yung business yan? Hindi, <laughs> alam mo kung ano? Laway ang puhunan. Ano, podcaster. Ah, ganda. ganda. Oh, tayo dito sa Podcast Network Asia. Laway talaga ang puhunan. So anyway, guys, maraming salamat for spending the last hour with me. Gabi, ang dami ko natutunan. Dalawang beses ko na ginawa itong topic na ito. Eh. Yung unang beses, may natutunan naman ako. I don't want to say wala. Pero ito, mas marami pa ako. <laughs> the, the investment wisdom from both of you. So guys, uh, if you want to promote anything, like a podcast, or a business, or a patronage. Now's your chance. Let's start with Sir Fitz. Uh, hello, everyone. And uh, I would like to invite you to listen to my podcast. It's entitled The 80% Podcast by Fit- with Fitz Villafuerte. Bakit sa 80%? Because I uh, believe in what Dave Ramsey said, that uh, financial success is 80% behavior and only 20% head knowledge. So... Uh, I focus on the 80%, which is yung behavioral finance. So I hope you listen to my podcast. Again, it's the 80%. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can go to my portal, uh, readytoberich.com. So I'm actually a content creator. So I have the YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. I even have TikTok and Instagram and all of those. But if you, if you want links to all my social media accounts, all you have to do is go to readytoberich.com because that's my portal and uh, you'll also have a link there on how to get in touch with me. Okay, so that's all it. Right. All right. Thank you sa ating millennial financial planner <laughs> si Fitz Villafuerte. Jeff Rotrogo, ikaw naman. Um, I'm part of uh, the Kids Are Asleep podcast. Uh, it's about uh, a podcast that now talks about adulting stuff. Uh, we are on every um, Tuesday and Saturday um, and you can catch us by our Facebook page. So the kids are asleep. So if you have, if you want an idea of what we talk about, dun sa podcast namin kinuha ni Chino yung idea na magkaroon uh, yes. topic about stock trading. Oh. So uh, do drop by if you're interested. And if you're interested in learning about um, technical analysis in uh, stock trading, um, we have a community in investagrams.com. We are all active there uh, for you to be able to learn um, different techniques in uh, doing technical analysis at the same time uh, there are tools there for you to be able to do real-time um, analysis of stocks as they happen during the trading day so it's a great place to start and learning technical analysis and uh, i invite everybody to go there registration is free definitely 
All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight, Fitz Fuerte and Jethro Trogo. Thanks as well, Chino. Thank you for inviting me. All right. That does it for our episode this week. I'd like to thank my guest, Mr. Fitz Fuerte and Mr. Jethro Trogo. Now, guys, if it sounds like it sounded like I was spacing out in the middle of their discussion, it's because I was. I'm not gonna lie. This really isn't my strong suit. I am glad that I can still live at home because money management in the real world scares me. It really does. All the numbers and math. It's like it's like my kryptonite, you know. Adding and subtracting is my kryptonite. But, you know, I'm glad I walked away with some practical knowledge when it comes to the subject matter. I'm glad that you know that there are things out there that can help people like me who are not very good, very adept with, with computing and investing that can actually learn on the go. Hey, speaking of learning, guys, if you've ever wanted to learn about your podcast and how they do, how they rank. If you're listening to this and have always been curious about starting your own podcast, then may I suggest you sign up for podmetrics.co. It is the super free, super efficient way to chat, to chart your podcast ranking, how where your listenership is coming from, how it's doing with all the charts. That's very easy to do. Just sign up on podmetrics.co and use my referral code CLASSCLOWN. Again, my unique referral code CLASSCLOWN. Again, my name is Chino Liao. This has been a Podcast Network Asia production powered, of course, by Podmetrics. Until next time, good night. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.